Hello everyone and welcome to Dear Future Hubby. It is your host Teresa and y'all know how we do it. I am going to read from my book of poetry, A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. If you'd like to get you a copy, check me out at IamTeresaReese.com. So the poem is called Love is in the Air and it reads, Love is in the air somewhere. I inhale you, passion lingering in this silent room. Do you feel it or is it just me? Inhaling you is an addiction for me. Love is in the air. I feel it everywhere. Whenever I hear your name, I smile inside. You lift me up when I feel down. I miss you when you're not around. Love is in the air somewhere and I'm in love with you. So that is the poem for tonight or today, depending on when you are listening to the poem. Um, But I wanted to talk about love because I am starting to just really realize that that is something that I try to minister on a daily basis. I try to make sure that people know that I love them. Um, I try to make sure that they feel loved. I try to make sure that that is my number one ministry. Um, And there's something about loving people. There's something special about truly taking the time out to let a person know just how valuable or invaluable um, their presence is. And some relationships you just can't put a price on. That's just the facts. Some relationships, they are definitely irreplaceable. And I think about some of my dearest friends and You know, some of the best friendships are whenever the chips are down and you get to truly see who is in your corner. Or like an old pastor said, who is holding your ladder? And not just friends, you know, because you can have relatives that that become like your friends or your siblings, even though, you know, they might be an aunt or an uncle or a cousin or a parent. But, or even a child, because, you know, sometimes our children can become our best friends. But as I just reflect on my life, I had someone tell me today, and I, and I have to confess, future hubby, I literally, I don't know, I, I felt, I really truly felt like someone was praying for me, but I also felt spiritual warfare. And I felt it, it was pretty, it was a different type of warfare, you know? Um, I felt like you were praying for me, but I also felt like someone, I mean, I know it's the enemy, but I just, I just felt like something was up against me and my tongue was used against me. And I'm so grateful for the people that surround me because it was how I said that I desired you to enter into my life. And I didn't realize that although I was thinking it in a blessed way, I was kind of cursing myself. And what it was is that I made the comment that my desire and the whole reason of my creating this podcast 
was because I wanted to not only be transparent during this journey of singleness, but that my desire was to unite with my future husband before my demise. And a young lady, she corrected me and she was like, I canceled the assignment of the enemy. Like she literally did it so smoothly. I just love her for that because she did it so smoothly. And she was like, we're not going to rush your future husband. We're not going to do that because you're in a sense, how you worded that was like by his showing up, death would be around the corner. So we're counseling that assignment too. And I was like, the devil is so crafty because sometimes even in your weariness, you don't even know that you're weary. You may look on the outside like everything is all right. You may look like it's all good, you know, but the reality of it is, is that he knows when you're weak. And so I felt like you prayed for me today. I felt like I just felt like you were like, Lord, wherever my wife is, I need you to cover her. I know that she's the weaker vessel. And right now, something is telling me that she's weak right now. And I, I'm i not there to be able to protect her. I'm not there to be able to tell her it's going to be all right. So I just ask that you cover her. And it's like God sent his angels encamped around me. Angels were encamped around me on today. Letting me know, lifting me up, encouraging me, letting me, is Teresa going to be okay? The journey it's, it's going to be fine. It's going to be a beautiful thing. But she said something else. And it was so powerful. She said, live. So there's, there is literally a scripture in the Bible that says, shall these bo dead bones live? And sometimes we are in these situations that appear to be dead. Even when we're in our singleness, there's times that we feel like, look. I've been single for X amount of years. I mean, I'm dead. This is dead to me. I, I'm not trying to go through this another day, another week, another month, let alone another year. And what you talking about decade? Like, I don't want to even experience it that long. I've been there, done that, done with it, got the t-shirt. I'm ready to move on and forward without singleness being attached to my name. And sometimes we will literally get in that funk and don't even know that we're in it. Until someone brings it to our attention because of our conversation. And it was so casual. I didn't mean anything by it. I was really just focused on the fact that I'm excited about, you know, crossing paths with my future husband. But it was how I said it. It was like a, a, a statement of despair that I didn't even realize that I was saying it like that. And I do. I mean, God has truly blessed me to where... It's not, I'm not in a situation there's just like, ah, <laughs> I need to recover right now. And then let's, let's just be 100. Even if you were to manifest in my life in this second, you can't save my life. You can add to it. You could be a blessing in it, but you can't save it. So whatever situation that presents itself one thing about finding a wife and obtaining favor from the Lord in my opinion this is my opinion is that some of the favor comes in knowing no matter what storm comes our way we can weather it together but there'll be those times when I won't be able to lean on you 
I've got to be able to be content in my singleness in so many different ways, not just the companionship aspect, but just in the sense of mental health, in the sense of spiritual health, in the sense of physical health. Like I've got to be able to be consent, I mean content, separate from you. Yes, the two will eventually become one, but that's something that I've already got to have in place because there's going to be days that I'm not going to like you and there's going to be days that you're not going to like me. There's going to be days that we're just not going to like each other at all. Like we're not even going to want to sleep in the same bed. Trust me, I know. Love is what's going to get us through those times. Being able to, to see each other and our imperfection to remember why we ever fell in love with each other to begin with, to remember that God is our foundation and then to walk in the essence of his glory and his grace and his mercy. Cause we're gonna need all of that in order to have a successful union. And I get it, but at the same time, God is pruning me, preparing me, and he's teaching me how to be content without you. So the fact that I even said, it was how I said, and you know, sometimes part of it could have been exhaustion because I've been running, running, running and just doing a lot of things. But I'm grateful that I had someone to cancel the assignment of the enemy. I don't know how many times or how many people have been affected by the curses that they spoke over themselves. Because at the end of the day, even if you were to manifest today, you're not my savior. You're my future hubby. So I can't get so dependent on even the idea of you saving me to where I miss what God has for me in this season of my life. That's not fair to God. And he's a jealous God. He's not going to have any other God before him, including you, including me. So I'm grateful that someone stepped in and reversed the curse. And I'm grateful that even in the prayers of the righteous availing much, that someone is not just myself. Don't get me wrong. I know, I know my prayers get through, honey. I know they do. But there's someone else or some other people that are interceding on my behalf. That are praying for God to keep me in this season. And I feel it and I know it. And I'm grateful. I'm also grateful. Because the journey is not easy. Temptation is real. And as much as I do, because I do, I try so hard to just prevent myself from even being in a situation where I would just have to be tempted and just go down a, a rabbit hole. I'm just not, I don't even, I don't even have the wherewithal to play with God on that level. I truly desire what is for me. I want what is for me. And so I'm grateful for that. But I'm also grateful for the people that are interceding on my behalf so that I would not fall, so that I would not falter. I'm just grateful. I'm so, so grateful. But today I felt 
I felt it. I felt that God is hearing or has heard my prayers. I felt that God knows my win. That's something that T.D. Jakes had preached about not too long ago. And I really do believe that God knows my win. God knows when our paths are going to cross. God knows when to present you in my life. God knows when I am ready to be a wife. He knows. And I'm okay with his knowing. Because I know that wherever he steers me, he won't steer me wrong. That much I do know. That much I do know. So I'm first in love with him. And then I'll fall in love with you. I'm excited about that. I'm very much excited about that. And that just gives me something to look forward to. But my life doesn't end when you arrive, nor will it end because you haven't arrived yet. This is going to conclude my podcast on tonight. However, before I completely close the podcast, I wanted to read a letter to my future hubby. And it is dated on today, January the 15th of 2021. And it says, Dear future hubby, have you ever had those moments when you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that someone, somewhere, is praying for you? Well, that's how I felt on today. I felt like someone, somewhere, was praying for me. You see, although I'm pretty transparent, I found myself feeling extremely emotional today. Like someone had tapped a side of me in the spiritual realm and they were uncovering the broken places of my soul. It was an overwhelming feeling. It was a spiritual awakening, but it seemed necessary. I can't help but think that you lifted me up before our Abba Father. I felt as if you were asking him not to let me faint, for him to continue to protect me from all manner of evil, from dangers seen and dangers unseen. Trust me, I witnessed warfare all around me, but no hurt came near my dwelling. Thank you for praying for me. I'm praying for you too. I love you. Love, Teresa. So I hope that y'all have a blessed and wonderful evening or morning, whenever it is that you hear this podcast. And do me a huge favor. Take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa.